Welcome everyone to the Inquisitive Introvert Podcast, and I'm joined today by Christine, who is a registered nutritionist. And Christine, I had a few questions regarding nutrition is such the hot thing to talk about nowadays. So my first question is, what made you interested in nutrition? Ooh, good juicy question to start off with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just give you the short of the story. The majority of my life, I had struggled with my weight body image, weight issues since the age of eight. And when I went away to college, I initially wanted to become a doctor. I wanted to be an OBGYN because you may be familiar or even some of the listeners may be familiar with what our parents tell us we should do. So all the women in my family were in the health field and my mom would say, well, you know, if you get a job in the health field, you'll always have a job because people will always be sick or whatever. So I said, okay, so I'll go to college to become an OBGYN. I thought it would be cool to bring babies into the world, but then I soon realized that I didn't like that. <laughs> and after a few other attempts with different majors, a friend of mine on campus told me, they said, they have a nutrition major here. Do you think you'd be interested in that? That was like a light bulb moment, like, duh, <laughs> I've been struggling with my weight all this time. I'm thinking this will be really great for me to kind of heal my own issues with this, and I'll be able to help other women, other people like me along the way. That's really the short of the story and why I became interested in nutrition. And ever since then, I've just been in love with it from the agricultural part of it where we do the farm-to-table type of mm -hmm. nutrition and the culinary aspect of it. I actually have training in that and the functional nutrition part of it with supplementation to heal our issues and mind-body eating, holistic healing, and all of these things I have training and certification in. So I just really love it and have immersed myself in it since the beginning. And you said something really interesting, Christine, and I know a lot of women and men struggle with this, but I think women are a little bit more open about talking about it, is um, weight. And one thing that I think we're sort of transitioning from is dieting. It used to be diet, diet, diet. Now it's nutrition. And just as a registered or, or someone that is a nutritionist, what is the difference between a diet and, like, healthy nutritional habits? In my opinion, a diet, it's like a regimen that you follow, right? It's like mm -hmm. a way that you eat. It's a label that we put on the way that you eat. So, for instance, we have the vegetarian diet, and there's different levels of that. And then we have the vegan diet, and then we have the paleo, we have the keto, and we have all of these labels that we put on the way that we eat. So that's the diet part of things. And then just nutrition through healthy lifestyle is just really, this is my definition, it's not like the formal definition, but <laughs> nutrition through healthy lifestyle really means that you just fully embodied the way that you fuel and nourish yourself. And in my opinion, this can come in a variety of different ways. It doesn't necessarily mean only the physical aspect Nourishment can come in so many different ways. Nourishment can be physical through the way they eat. Nourishment can be in the way that you move your body. Nourishment can be just like being out in nature and absorbing the sun and fully embodying that. So there's nourishment through pleasure and play, um, creativity, and being fully expressed. All of these things really nourish us from mind, body, and spirit. So nutrition through lifestyle is just a full embodiment of how you nourish your body on all different levels. 
I noticed that as well. Like, as soon as I changed, like, how I eat and my mind frame, like, everything changes, like, hair, skin, and weight and everything. And so I kind of wanted to ask you that. What is the physical effect of eating healthy, eating a nutritionist meal? Like, I know for me personally, my skin looks a lot better. Is that an aberration or is that directly linked to nutrition? Everyone's body is different. And depending on what your physical and genetic makeup is, that's how the nutrients will affect you in your body. So, for instance, for you, when you eat nourishing foods that really nourish you on a cellular level, go into your body and just really give your body what it needs, those particular nutrients can work in a way to heal the parts that are not at their fullest potential in your skin, perhaps. Or then there's some people who need healing in their gut, and nutrients can help to do that. Um, there are some people who need healing in their blood pressure, and that can be the case for them when they eat healthy and live a healthier lifestyle through behavior modification. So the nutrients in our body really do exactly what they need to do for our individual bodies and our individual makeup and our individual issues that we have going on. And that's why it's so important for us to do our best job to maintain a healthy diet the majority of the time. This doesn't mean that you have to be 100% perfect every single day because that's totally unrealistic. But if you really focus on nourishment instead of dieting, then you're more inclined to do what you intuitively know is best for you. And one thing I noticed, Christine, is you're also a registered yoga teacher. Um, yes. So what made you sort of get into that and how has yoga changed your life? I know that's a big part of health and wellness as well. Yeah, so I've always wanted to learn yoga just because it's just something that was always very interesting to me. I've always been very holistic-minded from the very beginning of my, even in the college years. I knew that I was going to take a different trajectory when I decided to do the nutrition major. And so with yoga, it just was totally in alignment with the holistic aspects of the way that I live my life. And when I decided to go ahead and delve into the training, it was more so about me and not really about teaching yoga to others. I wanted to really connect more with my body. I wanted to really just feel my body and not just go through my day-to-day kind of just flying by the seat of my pants so to speak. <laughs> so what yoga has really taught me is how to connect to my body through my breath. And it's we take it for granted, but it's really an amazing, amazing journey. And it's a practice. So for someone who's brand new at this, it's not necessarily going to just be like the heavens are going to open up right away, but <laughs> it's a practice along the way. Every time you practice yoga, you develop something new, you learn something new, maybe one pose that you couldn't do a couple of weeks ago, you just fall right into it without your even knowing or very little effort. So for me, yoga was just a way for me to connect to my body on a deeper level. And what did yoga sort of teach you about yourself? Did you have any sort of like awakening or I guess what did you learn about you as a person? I'm always curious. Yeah, so for me, I learned that I can do anything that I attempt to do as long as I continue to practice. And I also learned that it's not about perfection. It's really about progress. And I learned not only that in regards to the yoga practice itself, but in regards to my body. So as I mentioned before, I've always struggled with my weight up and down, up and down. And so yoga taught me that I am okay 
where I am now. And at the same time, I can continue to work towards anything that I really want for myself going forward. And I think that's a big lesson, not only for myself, but for a lot of women out there, because we have a movement that's going on now in regards to body acceptance and body love. And I love that. But at the same time, I've sometimes questioned whether or not that is giving some women the green light to just give up on any goals that they have for themselves, whether it's weight loss or anything else. Loving and accepting yourself right here where you are now doesn't necessarily mean that you have to give up and say, oh, forget about losing the 10 pounds or the however many pounds it is for you. It means Mm -hmm. I'm loving and accepting myself where I am now because I know that's what I need to do in order to move forward. And one thing that I wanted to ask you, and I don't know if it's true or not, but is eating healthier or buying things that are best for your health, that has the best nutritional value, is that expensive? I think there's like this maybe misconception that eating healthy just costs a ton of money. What's your take on that? My take on it is that it can be expensive. If you're not really strategic about it, it can be. And it really just depends on, number one, where you're shopping and are you actually planning your meals out in advance and making really wise decisions about what meals you want to use or make throughout the week. But then on a whole different level, it can be expensive when we are spending our money on other things that are not necessarily in alignment with what we want for our lives, too. So we tend to waste a lot of money on things that we don't necessarily need and it's not necessarily the things that fit into the lifestyle that we really want for ourselves. So I always tell people to take a look at where they're spending their money first and really, really be honest with themselves about whether or not this is something that is a need or is it really just a want? Because I realize that with the clients that I serve who are primarily women, we tend to fill ourselves up with things, purses and jewelry and makeup. And I have a purse full of lipsticks, like every different, <laughs> I mean, so many different, like at least 20 in my purse. No kidding. All of these things. Take a look at what you're spending your money on. And is there a way that you can change things around so that the healthier foods that are going to nourish your body so that you can afford these things? But there's so many different resources now where you don't necessarily have to shop at the expensive grocery stores to get high-quality foods. There's one online shopping. I don't know if I should call the name of it, but it's Thrive Market. It's just like Whole Foods Market, but it's online at a discount. It's like a membership club. So that's where people can go and shop online and get all of the good things that they want at a fraction of the cost and, as an added bonus, have everything delivered to the home. And then they don't even have to go out and buy the things. They save on time and money. (laughs) Two most important things. And another thing I want to ask, Christine, is where should people start? If someone is ready to change their life, but they're just a little bit intimidated about where to start and how to start, what is your best recommendation to get started on living a healthier life? The way that I start all of the time with the women that I work with is getting clear on what they really want. What is it that they really desire for themselves? Not just the weight. Now, usually people will say, well, I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay, well, then we have to dig a little deeper about that want and why it's really important for them, and what they've tried in the past that didn't really work for them. So that real deep desire of what they really want is the first step. And then even taking it to the second step is what does that look like? 
what is the vision that you have for that goal that you desire? What does it really look like on a day-to-day basis? Like in an ideal day, what would you do? What will you be doing once you reach that goal? So when a woman can really envision that for herself and really feel into it, then she has a better outlook on how to get there. And my job is to really help her step-by-step in in getting to that vision. Because we can have and do and create all of the things that we have a vision for. But sometimes we do need help with that because doing it on our own is not always attainable. It's really challenging when you have to work through something that you've been struggling with for years all by yourself. So number one step is figuring out what you really want and digging really deep into that desire, not just on the surface level of one of those 10 pounds, but dig a little bit deeper into that. And then number two is creating a vision around that. What does it look like on an ideal day for yourself? And one thing that always sort of like used to bug me, I used to hear this a lot on the news and when I would go shopping and stuff, everyone would ask, does this have gluten in it? Like, what's the deal with gluten? I hear it's like not even a thing, but then some people claim it makes changes to what they eat and how they feel. So what's the true deal on gluten versus gluten-free? Well, I am not the gluten-free expert, but (laughs) I will tell you that the deal with gluten is that a lot of people over time have become very sensitive to gluten. Gluten is a protein that's found in wheat. And so over time, the way that wheat has been processed, it has caused a lot of people to become very sensitive in the gut to it. Some people are more than sensitive. Some people have allergies to it. And some people have what they call celiac disease, which is a severe allergy. So there's different levels of gluten sensitivity and gluten allergies, but really, It really stems from how the wheat has been processed, manufactured, and things like that over time. These days, a lot of people are using gluten-free products as a way to lose weight. That's not something that I would highly recommend doing. But if you are someone who has noticed that when you eat wheat products and you have issues like gas and bloating and maybe even diarrhea or constipation, any kind of GI issues around gluten, then number one, you should be tested first to see what's really going on on the inside of your body instead of just trying to do it on your own. Because as I mentioned before, we should not be doing on our own the things that we can get help from a professional. If you're having any symptoms, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation after eating things like pasta or bread, whether it is whole wheat bread, whole grain bread, white bread, any of the pastas and breads and any other products that are made with regular wheat flour, whether it's whole wheat or white, if you're experiencing any symptoms around those foods, I highly recommend you go to an allergist and get tested to see if you're gluten sensitive. And then if you find out that you are, there are so many great resources out there now because gluten-free is all the rage. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Then you can go ahead and follow a gluten-free diet, something like paleo or the Whole30. Those are two that I really would recommend. I really enjoy those two diets a lot. It doesn't hurt to follow those. It just Mm -hmm. really depends on the person's lifestyle and most people know how they feel in their bodies like when they're eating something and it doesn't really feel good and they're Mm -hmm. experiencing certain symptoms they know 
But I do recommend getting tested just to make sure. It's always good to know what's going on yeah. with your body. Um, and one thing I was really interested in, Christine, is I know you mentioned that pretty much your whole family is in healthcare. What, what do they think of you being a dietitian? Is that something that they embrace? Did you sort of, because you are in the healthcare space, I think, just mm-hmm. not in a way that they are. How do you feel like you sit in now with uh, your family? It's a great way to round everything out. All the women in my family are nurses. And I just could not do the needle thing. I realized yeah. that early on. And so I was just like, no, this is just not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it rounds things out really well. And I think that being in the healthcare industry is something that is beneficial. And I feel like I'm making my mark in my own way, even though I'm not a traditional dietitian, nutritionist, I'm more holistic minded, but I make my mark in my own way. And that's a good thing for all. And my final question, Christine, is where can people find you? If they want to learn more about you and your programs, I know you have a few on your website that people can sort of follow and get in contact with you. What is your website and your social media for people that want to get in contact with you? So my website is my name, which is ChristineDiane.com, and Diane is spelled D-Y-A-N, ChristineDiane.com, and I have a couple of programs on there. But before we even get to the programs, people can just sign up for the free offer that I have, which is four weeks of yummy, delicious recipes and snacks that are what I call real food, real fast, because everyone's pressed on time these days, so... The free offer there is Real Food, Real Fast Recipes. And then social media, I'm on Facebook, facebook.com slash ChristineDianeRD. And then Instagram.com forward slash ChristineDianeRD. So I try to make well, it easy so people can remember <laughs> the same yes, handle yes. on all accounts. Well, thank you, Christine. You have been absolutely informative and helpful. I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This was great. I really appreciate you reaching out. 